He's one of the busiest men in New Zealand boxing. He's a wonderful, wonderful coach, looks after his athletes, and he's taking them up the stairs to potential world title fights, have had world title fights. Uh, Isaac Peach joins us out of Peach Boxing. G'day, Isaac. There you go, mate. Very well. Gosh, how busy are you at the moment? It's pretty crazy, man. <laughs> pretty busy. I've just seen announced today, um, I want to talk to you about the fight coming up in Whangarei, but um, Andre Mihailovic, the absolute excitement machine, has got a date almost with destiny against uh, Dennis Radovan, who's also unbeaten, 31-year-old German. How long have you known that this has been on the cards? Yeah, no, we've known a while. We've probably known for four or five months. Um, but we've just been waiting on a date. We had a date pencil in about 10 weeks ago, but they just announced it overseas, that's all. So, Andre, what sort of space is he? he must, he's a very confident man, and I like that about him. He must just be fizzing that he's now officially got a date. Yeah, and he's trained the best he's ever trained. I mean, everyone says that from the camps, but he actually has. He's, he's killing it. He's motivated. The title was the guy's the reward for a fight. So, yeah, he's down real good. A fighter like him and Jerome that I'm going to touch on as well, for me, I've, I've watched boxing my whole life. I, I struggle to find a weakness with Andre. Um, so is it hard for you to decide what to work on with him? No, I mean, everyone's got weaknesses. Everyone's got strengths. Like, nah, everything in the top of the game is just 1%. It's just tiny things that you're trying to tweak. And it's getting your conditioning and everything up to scratch. You've got to get your mental up to scratch. And, yeah, everything else should take care of itself. Are boxers good students, Isaac? Some. <laughs> it's like anything. <laughs> you got some that easier than others. Yeah. So where does Andre sit? He's easy. People always ask me that. That's one of the most asked questions is, how do you train him? Because mm. he's so out there. But no, nah, he, he's my most respectful woman guy, probably. He's mm. easy. Absolutely easy. Seems like a real student that wants to learn and wants to improve. He, he's, he's so single-minded and so focused. Yeah, absolutely. But everyone in the gym is. If people want like that in the gym, we kick him out. So everyone's got the same goal. Goal's a world title and everyone's mindset's the same. Now, Jerome, uh, we had him on the show yesterday or the day before, um, and I was talking to Dean Lonergan about him actually last night. He rang me after the show, and uh, I, I don't think people in New Zealand perhaps realise the potential for Jerome Pampelone. Like, he's achieved a lot so far, but his potential is quite high. Jerome's a freak, man. Um, I've been saying it for years. Like, his ability's crazy, and now he's just starting to grow into himself, and his performances are showing how good he is and this next fight's massive that he's got coming up and I'm sure he's going to do a great job in that. Every, every athlete has a ceiling where they reach their potential and then they can just maintain that. With boxers, how how do you identify where their ceiling is and trying to take them to it? You can't, I mean, you get a pretty good grasp pretty early on sort of what people's limits are. And I think Jerome's is massive. I think Jerome can be a superstar for a long time. Same with Andre. Same with Andre. I think they've both got the ability to reach the absolute and stay there for a while. Mm. And what, what's what's sort of the, the building block for Jerome? Like, potentially, I don't, I've tried to find out a bit about his opponent in, in his next fight. On paper, it looks like one of his hardest fights. It's his hardest fight by far. This guy's a tough Mexican. He's fought the best in the world, so... 
he's not worried about Jerome. He's coming to cause an upset. He's coming to get ranked by taking Jerome's ranking. So it's a really hard fight, but that's what we want because it'll show everyone how good Jerome is. He'll step up. He'll knock this guy out, and then we're on to the bigger and better things, I guess. So do, do you have conversations with the WBO and the IBF about your up-and-comers, and do they indicate to you what they want to see, or do you just present it on a plate and say, here it is, you can't ignore it? It's about getting them to a stage where they can fight for their belts. Mm. When you fight for a regional belt, then you're eligible to get put into the rankings if they think you're good enough. So it's all about getting a certain amount of wins, getting the right belt, a credible opponent, and fighting for that, and then they'll make the decision if they can put them in the rankings or not. Mm. Now, Mia Motu, I would have to say one of my favourite New Zealand athletes at the moment. She's just an absolute, well, she is a champion uh, by definition, but she's a champion of a person as well who seems to be surprising herself how much she's enjoying it and how how good she is at the art of boxing, which you've had a lot to do with, Isaac. Yeah, Mia's going great, man. I think Mia's frustrated, to be honest, at the moment. She wants those overseas belts. We're waiting on, on some stuff. Um, the girls overseas don't want to fight her, so... It's frustrating. Um, we're obviously not looking too far past this belt because it's a hard one coming up. But Mia's vision is to fight Amanda Serrano, who's probably the best female boxer in the world. So to do that, we need the big overseas fights. And at the moment, they're blocking us. So we keep knocking on the door, and sooner or later, she'll get that crack. So do you have to go overseas and maybe perform in front of audiences, maybe not for a belt or something, to try and get her in front of the people that put these fights together? No, Monaghan's doing a mean job, and he may be able to bring them down here soon. Oh. So we're working on that. Yeah, Dean's doing awesome jobs. Eddie Hearn's an absolute dickhead. So Eddie Hearn blocks a lot of stuff, mm. makes it hard. So, yeah, that's where we're at. But Dean's doing a great job, and Dean has a potential to bring those big names down here if, if they won't have us over there. Now, I know you've got a very high-performance gym out there, out west, Isaac. Do you get people coming along with, with the advent of what Andre and Mia and Jerome are doing? Do you get people coming along saying, I want to give this a crack? Yeah, I don't really take anyone, to be honest. I've got 14 fighters. Mm. We have some other classes as well, but I've got 14 fighters that are trained, and I'm not looking for anyone else. Someone, we're at the stage now, someone has to be shining out real bad for us to want to take them on. Otherwise, yeah, you can only train so many guys otherwise you're spreading yourself too thin so I'm real happy where we're at the moment we've got a real strong stable and we've got some real good up and comers coming um, underneath these guys What does that do for each of the ways? So you've got 14 fighters how much do they help each other? Oh it's massive man it's crazy like the worst guy in the gym's the same as the best guy in the gym you know like, everyone's treated the same and everyone pushes the same and yeah they're all, they're all potential world champions in my eyes that's just brilliant. Well, Isaac, absolute pleasure to chat to you, and thank you for what you're doing for boxing in New Zealand. I've been a long-time fan of the, of the art and the science of boxing, and you've got some promising guys and turned them into potential world champions. It's not lost on me what you're doing for the sport of boxing, Isaac. So thanks for that, and thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me on, mate. Cheers.